You are listening to the sound of freedom. freedom. Welcome to Talk Sucker. Yeah. I'm here as huge with my hosts. Is he? And Liao. And I'm P. And together we are. I don't know. I thought Three's we Company. Ooh, we are Three's Company. Ooh. Which leads us into one of the things about which we're talking today. Three's Company. Oh, yeah. Now, Three's Company, for those of our listeners, is it a listener or a viewer or what? Our podcastees. Is that what they're called? <laughs> they have a different name, right? Our suckers. They're the talk suckers. If we're the ones casting, like casting out a line, then they must be the fish or something, right? <laughs> so they're the pod. No. No, right? Because you cast for fish, no? Yeah, you cast for many different things, like a television. You Ooh, cast. a spell. Ooh, I like to think that we're podcasting, that we're sending a spell out to people. I love that, too. See me. See, See me, me now. now. Which brings us to another thing about which we're talking. Or did we talk about that last time? We talked about it last time. Oh, right, because we watched it. And but of I feel like the- vampires are always on trend. Yeah. <laughs> But when we could talk about what we do in the shadows. Oh, but you've got to see the TV show of what we could do in the shadows. What we could do in the shadows. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's a show about potential. <laughs> it's all about Guillermo. <laughs> Ooh, Guillermo. He's a Latin dream. So you have to watch it because also we're starting a, a renegade. We're starting some sort of violent Latino or Latinx podcast as well, right? Like violent. Just, well, you know, like violent in that we want to overthrow white man. <laughs> do we want to now overthrow white man and white woman? Like, is that the place we've come to or what's I, the deal? I, I don't want to overthrow anyone. I think Ooh. there's more peaceful ways to do things. That's, I prefer that's a, the neutral word of whiteies. Whitey. There's this movie that I watched one time called Whitey, and a character in it at least once, but possibly many times, goes Whitey. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great that's analogy. That's a very serious foreign film, which I would mention the director if I could remember their name right now. <laughs> All right, listen, let's talk for one second about Three's Company. Three's Company also has a great theme, I think. What do you guys think of the theme to Three's Company? It's cute. It's short and sweet. All right, now, how many times had you all watched Three's Company before today? Zero. Yeah. Okay, so you've only heard the theme song a few times, correct? Yeah. Three times. To be exact. But I think they played at the end as well. Or is it just musical at the end? I don't think they say the lyrics. If they do, I haven't been paying attention. Okay. Yeah. Would you guys try to sing or recreate the Three's Company theme as people that have only heard it a few times today? Thank you for being a friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's obviously the Golden Girls theme. Uh, yeah. When are we talking about Golden Girls? Ooh, we'd have to rewatch the whole thing from beginning to end. Yes, I'm down. I'm so down. Tune in to Andal and I, our Golden Girls Ooh. podcast. Can we get all of the wigs? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. You know what? I bet there is a Golden Girls podcast called On the Lanai. No? There's got to be. There's probably several. I don't think. Right now, they're getting angry right now because we name check them and we've never even heard of them. They're on their Stairmasters right now being like, who do these jokers think they are? They haven't listened to every podcast? Are they even serious about podcasting? And then the other person that does the podcast with them, you know, is also like, oh my gosh, they don't even know the term for the pool into which we cast our pods. (laughs) oh no (laughs) alright so listen gang that 3's company theme we're not gonna get it is he Mm -mm. no that's way off 
That was uh, the crystal. <laughs> I mean, Three's <laughs> Company. I'm trying to hum it like they were doing it in Taskmaster. Yeah, I can't. Oh, is there a humming podcast means, where people just hum? That could be. This. It's called The Sound of Freedom. <laughs> Ooh, the hum. actual one. Humana, humana, humana. What does humana, humana, humana mean to you guys? Survivor is on. <laughs> no, no. Just that. Okay, is he humana, humana, humana? What does that mean to you? Like Bugs Bunny ish. But what mm-hmm. emotion goes along with that sound, or what thing goes along with that sound? Craziness. Craziness. Okay. Is Think he- about my my mom coming out of the shower. She's Ew. Like, <laughs> Cause what? she likes to listen to music, so comes out okay. to her, like I that makes, or something. That makes it extra gross because I'm pretty sure that Humana 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 is when <laughs> a cartoon character sees a sexy cartoon Ew. character or something like that. And you're all I don't know, my strongest association is when my mom comes out of the shower. Body <laughs> dripping wet. Let her no, TV, she usually comes out with a bunch of creams on her face. So she looks like a girl. Oh, and nothing else? <laughs> Ew. That's why you like it's humming, humming, humming. Ooh, oh. here comes mom. She's already creamy. Oh. oh. So, so that's what it means? I think that that's what it means, but I don't know. It's like a goofy sound. We should look it up. Humming, humming, humming. So listen, Three's Company, you guys were horrible at the theme song. Yeah. Come and knock on our door. Oh, yeah. For those of you, our young viewers who don't know, uh, first off, get an education. Get off the Stairmaster. Oh, well, they're at the gym, presumably, listening to this podcast. They, oh, that's it. They're listening to the podcast so they can't be watching TV while they work out. Now I understand. Okay, I'll explain it for them since it makes sense to me now. <laughs> it's about two women who, from the pilot, seem pretty slutty, I guess, right? They they seem a little bit like they're party girls. I don't know about slutty necessarily. Okay, they're party One girls, of them. but they're the good girls of the apartment because the pilot starts off with them discussing a party the night before for their roommate who left to get married. And during her marriage party, went into labor because she was pregnant. So that's the joke, that she's the even sluttier one that got pregnant. And then they need a new roommate, and they're horrible cooks. And then they meet a guy who, I don't know if you know, but he was three people removed from having gone to the party. He was just like a random person that showed up with a friend. No, what it said was, I'm friends with the guy who crashed the party. Yeah, so he's like three removed. It's like someone that wasn't even invited. He was friends with someone that knew that guy. (laughs) And they convince their landlords to let him move in, even though their landlord is Mr. Roper and Mrs. Roper, and he's very prudish. He doesn't want any sort of sex happening in the building. And Mrs. Roper will remind you that she hates the fact that she's not having sex. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's gay. The first time we heard the word gay was the last word of the pilot episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Provocative, right? Like, that was the whole punchline. Think of it in terms of a sitcom. Like, that was the biggest moment. Like, they had to end on the word gay. So you'd be like, wait, what? So this guy's got to pretend to be gay the whole time? Yeah. How do you think the treatment has been of the idea of gay on the show? Oh, let's get into it. They keep referring to him as if he's not a man and as if he's not normal. Both very aggressively. Yeah. And Mr. Roper has called him a fairy at least a couple times. Uh, yeah. And when Tinkerbell. When we watched three episodes. He even stopped himself from calling him a... Uh, well, he could have been calling him a fairy. Because he yeah. keeps calling him like a fairy guy. And so when he's like, you... F- I don't think he was going to necessarily say faggot or fag. I mean, it kind of was leading into that. Yeah. 
but fairy could also be you know what i mean i feel like it's because fairy and faggy or faggot start the same way but i heard him just say yeah so it could have led into that i mean he stops himself from saying something so you immediately were like he's gonna say the big f word because he doesn't seem to have a problem with saying fairy i guess but if you think he's gonna call him that to his face when he's not around why isn't he just like fag this fag that you know what i mean just a sitcom I guess. I do feel like because it is a sitcom, I think that's what was implied that he stopped himself from saying. Okay. What about this? Do you think Mr. Roper is homophobic? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, but with trepidation. Explain your answers just so everyone understands. I wouldn't defend him against any means. I just feel because he's like old and like very not exposed to any of that. But I, I, I don't like the way he behaves. I wouldn't hold them too negatively for it just because he's just like doesn't know what he's doing and he wouldn't want to learn forgive them father they know not what they do right leo's being very jesus with his treatment of mr roper whereas izzy's ready to toss him into the lake of fire what is that darner says dracarys yeah Did you like Today. that fire sound effect? We had to pay so much to get that dragon flamethrower sound effect we just oh, heard. Yeah. From each we We had we had the dragon come to the studio and deliver his and lines. Like, oh, dragon. Oh, but he was such a pro, entertaining us with stories from set from six. What's the show called? Dragon. Game, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Six <laughs> sense. Lost. I was <laughs> gonna say I think six degrees since we were talking about it so earlier. So anyway. What about this? Do you think that there's hate in Mr. Roper's heart? Plenty. Yeah, I feel like he's not living a happy life at the moment. But I meant like real bigoted, prejudiced hate, irrational hate towards minority groups or gay people in this case. I don't think so. I think. I mean, is homophobia hate? In I some, feel in, like in a, a I bunch feel of like, cases, yeah. I feel that a homophobic person would just be like, he's totally disgusting. I don't want him living in my building. As opposed to being like, I don't get him. He's not normal. But he's okay. He seems like he'll be good protection for the girls. And at least they know he's not going to be having sex with the girls in the building. You know? Yeah, but it, it it's also very weird and like very like gender roles kind of thing because he's like oh yeah it should be okay that they have a man because these two women need a man to protect them even if this man is not a man enough so he's like saying both things which is very weird you know yeah like he's saying he's enough of a man but not too much of a man yeah or maybe kind of like a, a sign that says beware of dog if you don't really have a dog just like his presence might scare someone away yeah. even though he's not properly a man What do you think of their decision to make the blonde woman so attractive to everyone and the brunette just seems sort of like a mousy? Because in the first episode, I was like, oh, wow, I forgot that Janet was cute. You know, I haven't seen the show in many years. It goes on for many seasons. And so my memories of Janet are probably later season Janet. And then when I saw her in the first episode, I was like, oh, wow, she actually looks really cute in this episode. And she seemed like a party animal. She was crazy at that party. Oh, my God. <laughs> But... For that first party, it was unintentional. Just just because cause the blonde chick put way too much alcohol in the, in the oh, punch. Oh, you like that punch recipe? It sounded yeah. foul. Yeah. It was oh. gin, whiskey, vodka, tequila, rum, 
and she got cut off during the ingredients list. Yeah. Do you think they're sexy babes? Mm. I don't know. I couldn't. I can't tell. I'm woman blind. So Mrs. Roper, Janet, you jump into bed with them equally? Mrs. Roper? I'm just saying, like, you can't tell. So Mrs. Roper is just as attractive to you as Janet and Chrissy? I will go for it. You'd give her a throw? Yeah. She seems like she needs it, you know? Oh, she's so ready for it. Imagine having sex with Mrs. Roper. Mm. Yeah, you could not handle that. Any any of that. She'd come so hard. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd feel as awkward with either group. Hmm. What about Jack? You think Jack is hot? No. I... <laughs> He's been doing a bunch of the, uh, like, things that I find annoying from straight men. So it's just like, like whatever. What? Tell, tell us what are the things you find annoying from straight men. And straight men, first off, any straight men listening to the show, turn off the podcast. We're coming for you. We're going to kill you. We're going to kill you and all no. white people. Oh, no, we're not. We're no. not. I'm just straight kidding. men are lovely. All right. What if I said there's a switch? And if you flick the switch, you could get rid of 20% of all the rich, white, circumcised people in the world what would you do would you flick that switch 20 percent 20 percent which 20 percent which 20 percent get rid of as in kill rich they would just be gone so they would be like the top five people and let's say that they'd all be people that you would think are hateful okay am i able to pick and choose which people i put in there what do you mean can you pick and choose like if if if, if it's not like a a personal like vendetta machine or something like that it's like (laughs) I'm just telling you, you'd find them hateful. They're rich, they're white, they're circumcised. I think... I think at that point... Three seconds left on the switch. Or else 20% of all brown people die. Three, two, one. Oh, you just killed 20% of all brown people with your inactivity because you let these white people... Because you were busy worrying and asking questions about whitey. Whitey. Israel? Israel, fine. Let's just flick it on and flick it off and then flick it back on. And then just keep doing it, just until they're all gone. We're going to come for the circumcised one. Yeah. Do you think some of the listeners are like, why did he keep including that detail? <laughs> that these rich white people are circumcised. I don't know. I just thought it'd be funny. All right. Three's company. Do you wish we had a regal beagle, like, super close to the apartment that we could just, like, stagger into? I would love if we actually have, like... A royalty dog living near us. That would be pretty cool, no? Do you wish that every species had a royal family that were yes. preserved and taken care of and people could check in on them? Yeah, of course. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be so cute. cute. Because it'd be a great conservative conservation. conservation effort. It would help conservation efforts for like a lot of animals. Like I feel like But every species or every breed, like would there be a king of the pugs? And the king of the beagles, or would it just be? I think of dogs, because if not, we'd have so many kings. And like, whenever they invented something else, like it would just be. Oh, like it would water down what yeah. it means to be king if every single puggle is getting the king <laughs> kingship laid yeah. at their feet. I guess so. So, if you're a king dog, do your kids just automatically become royalty as well, or yes. do they keep choosing new? No, you, you say they keep choosing new ones. Oh, yeah, that could be cute, too. Because otherwise, it's like we've decided that, like, what, Cocker Spaniels are the kings of dogs, and then every other dog is, like, a peasant or something? It clearly would be a beagle. Because it'd be a regal beagle? Yeah. I guess so. And then... Bald eagles aren't actually bald, right? They no, have, like, they have feathers on their head. Fur or feathers? Feathers. Feather. Are you sure they don't have fur? Does any bird have fur? Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, uh, some vultures have like a, a little bit of hairs, like that tuft around their neck. Yeah, and turkeys—they don't have hair, but they have like a beard, which is made out of like feathers that just look like a beard growing out of their chest. Interesting. What about penguins? Those count as feathers as well? I think so. I think yeah, they I'm might be. Sure. Penguins, you're sure penguins don't have slick skin like a seal? They're just no, they have feathers. They have Are feathers. you sure they're not just like a slick seal, but just in like in a different shape? Like if a seal and like a bowling oh. pin had a baby? <laughs> no? Oh my gosh. That's my favorite like fairy tale story. A, a, <laughs> a seal and a bowling pin and a tuxedo walking oh. to a bar. I would love that story. Why doesn't that story exist? Or is that what maybe March of the Penguins 2 is about? <laughs> Ooh, all right, everyone do a Morgan Freeman impression. Go, Leo, start. What? Wow, that sounded pretty good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is that? Uh, I don't get, what movie is Morgan this? Freeman. A movie where Morgan Freeman is unaware of someone? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Izzy, do a Morgan Freeman impression. And then the penguins. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was pretty good, Izzy. Okay. Anyway. Wow, that really didn't sound like me. And my, like mine it. goes, I'm Morgan Freeman. Here's a penguin. Oh, I got it because of the name. Yeah. <laughs> 90% of my impressions are the person stating who they are. <laughs> so, should we talk about impressions real quick? I have an impressions game. Any of our listeners who ever meet me, if you watch Downton Abbey, <laughs> I play a game with impressions with Downton Abbey. We'll see how well you fare, my lady. Oh, God, don't you wish we called people my lady and my lord? Oh. That that could be cute. Is it like a, just like a formal term? Like you call your boss my lord? Or like, yes, like you, you, you call your friends my lord or and my lady? What context would you prefer? Or just all the time to everyone? I don't know. I feel like if dogs have a king in this reality that we've dreamt up, then we'd be my lord and lots of people. Like, <laughs> Because everyone has to be above the royal dog, at least. This oak tree has been knighted, <laughs> my lord. Oh, Tilda. Thy leaves are green, my lord. All right. It looks like you need some watering, my lord. Ooh. <laughs> thirsty. You know, when I first came to California, I visited my sister, and she lived in a cooperative house, you know, in the Bay Area. And one of her roommates, my first vision of her roommate is she was like, oh, hey, how's it going? And she was outside brushing her teeth and spitting onto the roots of a tree. Oh, was because... this during the Salem Witch Trials? No, this was uh, before. <laughs> no, this was, <laughs> this was, I don't know how many years ago. But I was like, does this woman think she's really doing something by spitting this like a minty toothpaste of nonsense on? And I'm sure yeah. she was using some sort of hippy-dippy toothpaste that didn't really clean teeth. But, you know, I was like, why is she doing this? I don't get this. Yeah. Yeah, I bet she got it at Trader Joe's or something. It was probably Tom's of Maine or something. <laughs> Tom's of Maine, isn't that the sexy stripper guy? That like oh. strip like the cheesecake photos? <laughs> cheesecake photos. Ooh, I want to see some photos from some cheesecake. Ooh. Thank you for being a friend. Ooh, speaking of cheesecake. So we're gonna watch every episode of Golden Girls yes. and eat a cheesecake and do a podcast about every single episode. Oh. Yeah. That lasts the entirety of us eating an entire cheesecake. Yeah. And then at the end we're gonna do a special podcast about our health conditions and our new <laughs> like weight loss regime. Cream cheese. Cream mm. cheese everywhere. You know, I make our cheesecakes slightly healthier because I use at least half Neufchatel cheese. 
It's like cream cheese. It just has less fat and flavor. And it has more pretentiousness put in. Oh, it has more. I don't know. I think it's something like a French goat or something. I think that's what the <laughs> girl was brushing her teeth with. Which girl? <laughs> the girl from your story. The, oh, right. right. At the tree. <laughs> what did you think of the woman that they interviewed to be the roommate on Three's Company? I didn't think she seemed that bad. I guess they just thought she was so lame that they didn't want to hang out with her. I was like, okay, you're a florist and you're just like kind of obsessed with flowers somehow. Also, she works at a flower shop. The only thing that was at the apartment was plants, no flowers. Yeah. Nothing I, was flowers, flowers even. Flowers are hard a little bit. Flores para los Especially muertos. inside. Para los muertos. You need a fridge for them. Oh, yeah. For the muertos? For you know, my, I was like, where do they live? San Diego, Santa Barbara, Santa Monica? I can't remember. And then they keep on being like, we live in L.A. We live in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> in the second episode. After that, I was always confused. And later on in the credits, they go to the zoo, possibly the San Diego Zoo. So I was always like, is that where it's at? And Jack was always taking girls on sexy dates to see a grunion run. Do you know what a grunion run is? No. When you rub your grandma's grunion? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's your obsession with the older women in your life? <laughs> Wait. Oh, uh, Let's talk about grunions. What are grunions? Grunions are like little fish or fish babies that seem to run across the water at certain times of the year when they're going to mate. Mm-hmm. And so people would go see a grunion run and it would be little fish or fish babies running across the sand or something. Cute. It happens near here, I think. We could try yeah. and see a grunion run. I'm ran. When does that happen? Funyuns at a grunion run. Grunions. So we can blend in. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to cast the line out to the grunion, catch a grunion with a funyun. <laughs> <laughs> Bros, would you sleep with Mr. Roper? Not for 50 bucks. Depends. Do I get to live with him and he's fine with it because I'm gay? And then just we don't have sex. I just live there. You don't get to live there. You get to live with the shame of knowing that Mr. Roper came deep inside you. (laughs) I'll do it. (laughs) I'll do it. All right. So Izzy, it's a hard no for $50. Yeah. You're open to negotiation, it seems. Your opening bid is 50 no. Oh, we're allowed to charge? The uh, high price. The Very high, high price. price. Yeah. Leo's also, high price? $50. Remember, he's from the late 70s. $20 is what it costs to stay in a motel for the night. No? Okay. So I can stay in a motel for two nights? And that case, I want, what was the number? $100, I guess? $100, I guess. In 1977 money? Yeah. Whenever that show's from? Yeah, I want $100. Ooh. So they were into Jack because they were like, he's a great cook, and we obviously can't cook our way out of a wet paper bag. Yeah. And they're like, and he can protect <laughs> us. And Chrissy's like, and he's sexy. That other woman, they really made her look unflattering. She had kind of like a big milky face that was like melting, right? <laughs> it was like an egg sort of with like lips painted on it. Yeah, she kind of looked like Kirby or Jigglypuff. Or something. And not to make fun of the way she's looking because obviously they made her look unappealing to be like they could live with this sexy guy who says he's going to be out all day at school and then cooks delicious meals. Or this woman who's announced that she's not going to be doing anything but chin-wagging with us in the living room, a.k.a. chewing their ears off about whatever yeah. random nonsense. My friends call me Patty Cakes? Pattykins, maybe? Pattykins. Pattykins. What did you guys think of the fact that, so for those people that have not seen the pilot episode of Three's Company anytime recently, Mrs. Roper, the landlady, sees Jack in a dress because his clothes have gotten wet and he's just wearing it temporarily. 
Then she goes downstairs, and first off, if you're renting out your own place, why are you letting other people live upstairs from you? Ah, it's just, you have to hear them stamping around. It's just, never live below people. That's my advice to you, gang. Anyway, so she goes downstairs, and she's like, Stanley, there's a guy in a dress up there. So he goes upstairs, where Pattykins has come to the roommate interview, and he immediately sexually assaults her. He accuses her of not being a real woman. And he's like, anyone can tell that those things are fake. And he starts poking at her boobs. And she, of course, is horrified. And he is horrified as well. And he scampers out of there. And then she's like, well, I could never live here in a place where this happened, you know? She's been assaulted. And it was played for laughs. What did you guys think about it? I mean, there's a lot of levels there. Basically... He thought he was assaulting a trans woman, but then he was like, oh, wait, it's an actual woman. So, fuck, I fucked up. His whole thing is sort of cluelessness, because later on he's like, I don't know, I saw in the newspapers that men turn into women, women turn into men, how does it even happen? And his wife is kind of like, it's an operation. And he's like, I get how they take something off, but how do they put something on? To me, that sort of sums him up, you know, sort of, it's not even that he's hateful, he's just like, I don't get it. It's weird. I don't understand it. Not keeping in mind, like, do you think he understands how heart attacks work or how heart surgery or brain surgery works? Clearly not. You know, he is, from what we know, a vet who just happens to own extra land that he's renting out. Yeah. Right? Because he seems like he's not pleasuring his wife. He did a terrible job fixing that doorbell. Yeah. What about that? The show often punishes him, you know, or makes him seem uncool. So is the show being like, this guy is clueless and unaware and sort of uncool? Because they're using the gay thing for laughs, but they're also, you know, Mrs. Roper is pretty cool and she's like, oh, of course, I'm fine with it. Mr. Roper seems like he's against all sex. He's a total prude, stick in the mud. And then he gets punished for it or made fun of. Like shortly after he calls Jack a fairy, he's trying to fix the doorbell and Jack keeps ringing it and is basically electrocuting him. Yeah. Right? So do you think he gets his comeuppance, or do you think he gets off free? Mm, I don't know. It's just, it's a comedy, so they have to create a villain that is hateable, and then, like, kind of torture him in a way. But it's just like, they can't go too deep into it, because it's just supposed to be a comedy, and it's not supposed to be very serious. Do you think it's serious, Izzy? I mean, it's not like if this dude's going away, he's going to be there every single time doing the same type of jokes. So you think the fact that he'll never learn or come around to this is why he's a villain? Because he's the person that refuses to understand that something could be different? I mean, that and, like, the other characters don't really help at all either. So it's not like they're encouraging him to change. Yeah. I do wonder something. You've seen a lot of this show, right? Yes. I want to ask something. How often, if at all, do they have gay characters who are actually gay on this show? You know... I haven't seen many episodes recently. And so right now, it's hard for me to remember literally any time they had someone who was gay over. Though they must have, you know? But for the most part, it seemed like super over-sexualized straight people. Jack has a series of girlfriends, and there's someone else that lives also in the building or nearby called Larry. And he is like a total, like... 70s sleazeball kind of like hooking up with different chicks every single night, you know? And so it's kind of like, it's more so like super sexualized straight people. If they had a real gay character, I can't remember it. And I've seen lots of the show and I'm 
searching my mind and there's not even a character where I'm like, well, this person was like a costume designer, you know, something where they'd be like yeah. a quote unquote, a gay profession that would be friends with one of the girls and come over. And I'm just like, I can't even remember. Yeah. That does then seem very sad because then that just means the show seems like it's trying to take gayness and just like use it for its purpose really it's not even showcasing people of that lifestyle and it's just like here's some straight people and this is like something funny that they're doing yeah it just kind of seems like a play that straight white people are putting on for other straight white people yeah making fun of characteristics in the lgbt community and every character so far has been white three episodes in yeah so and we haven't met many people but everyone we meet is even whiter than the previous person yeah yeah that niece was like so blonde and uh, did blue you think she was hot i thought she was hideous I thought so too. Because I was in the other room, I was setting up the equipment, just listening, and he's like, oh wow, she's really good looking. Then I went over to the last scene where, in essence, she sexually assaults Jack, right? I guess. Not really, because he keeps saying that he's not interested, but he actually is interested. He's just being a mensch. So So far, though, in the first three episodes, there's been at least one sexual assault, right? Yeah. Lots of comments where they call him not a real man, fairy, fairy tale story. Not normal. Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. He does that hand motion. Yeah, the bell. Like the Tinkerbell hand motion so much in the show. That becomes his shorthand in the show for gay people. You know, he'll do that. One thing that I think is interesting about the show, it hasn't happened yet. Jack sometimes will weaponize the idea that he is homosexual. Like if Mr. Roper or later on the other landlord is kind of getting nosier in their face, he'll shove that aspect in their face and they'll run away. The show to me seems sort of like making fun of like the ignorance of people that won't change and the way young people just adapt in certain ways. He did kind of do something similar in one of the episodes that we saw. They were sitting on the couch and then... Mr. Roper was sitting on one side and he kept scooting away from, what's his name? Jack? Jack. He kept scooting away from Jack and then Jack would like get closer and like put his arm around him and just was like in a lot of ways making him comfortable. So they've already tried to do the thing that you're saying that he does, weaponize it. And do you think Jack is comfortable enough with his sexuality and that's why he can pretend to be gay or that he's like, well, it's a joke or what do you think his thoughts are? Like, is it cool that he can do this? Yeah. On his end, it seems just kind of like he's like a sleazy guy who's just like, whatever it takes to hang out with these chicks, I'm willing to do it. Well, I think he likes the fact that he's not living at the Y anymore. I don't think it's because he wants to have sex with these chicks. I mean, sure, he finds them attractive. He thinks Janet is cute and he thinks that Chrissy's all put together. Oh, she's got it. Yeah. Oh, I like that mole on your thigh. Yeah. So do you think Jack's comments would be worse if he were masturbating when he was speaking? (laughs) (laughs) You know, a lot of things have to do with perception and intent, I'll say. I might have told this story before, but one time when I was at college, a friend told me the story and she was like, oh my gosh, the weirdest thing happened. And she told the story sort of in two ways. In the beginning of the story, she saw this guy at the library and she's like, he just looked like a total nerd. He was wearing these short shorts and like his dick was hanging out of the bottom of the shorts. And I was like, oh my God, I was texting my friend to be like, there's this loser at the library who's like wearing such short shorts that his dick is just like flopping out of it. And like, I'm laughing at him. 
Then later on, she saw that he was like watching her and masturbating, and she suddenly realized that he was like a total pervo, and she immediately was like, I feel like horrified and assaulted and this other stuff. And at the end of the story, she's like, it was awful, and I like told someone, and they were like, oh my god, he's been here before, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I think it's funny that the guy went from being this like pitiable sort of like creature to being this like assaulting monster in the end and it's just because her impression of him well because you know the reality she saw more clearly instead of him being just someone having like an accident it was someone who was a sex criminal leo just put i swear to you leo put on his to-do list get library card renewed (laughs) oh my library card is always renewed Oh, I wish that they would give you punches at the library and you'd get, like, a free Froger when you, like, rent 10 bucks. Oh, library is open. We have to read each other. Ooh, who's starting? We're all so mean cutting each other to shreds. Shade, shade, shade. Shade? Shade. Shade. Ooh, should we talk about Drag Race for a moment? For a hot minute? Yeah. Okay, so we just saw Initial Thoughts. Go, gang. Vanjie Mateo. Vanjie. She's the original initial thought. Vange. When the episode started, Leo said, well, you know they're not getting rid of Vangie. Spoiler alert. Yeah. They got rid of Vangie. I, I was going into it with confidence because I was like, well, let's see. What is the challenge? The challenge is a lip sync. And I was like, it's well. It's a rap. Yeah. And like, Vangie's got some sort of like. I felt like she seemed like she could do it. And I felt like the. Correct me if I'm wrong, but. She is a thugged out cholo poppy, right? Yeah. 100%. Is he? I mean, I feel like she comes from a thugged out cholo family. Yeah. Yeah. And that just like passes on. But. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Vanjie was like, I know I seem masculine. I am so feminine compared to my brothers. And I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Because Vanjie's got like a square jaws covered in tattoos, <laughs> right? Including that bell. Brows yeah. plugged, makeup done, glitter in place. With that voice, I'm Vanjie. <laughs> Vanjie, you here? This is the first <laughs> week that Vanjie, instead of Evie Oddly, has shown up on the show. Ah, 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 ah. Evie Oddly. Oh, that was the shortest laugh I've ever heard from you. Um... I'm Evie Oddly. Yeah, you said that already, Evie. Could you move on? (laughs) I'm Evie Oddly. I actually, I haven't heard her voice recently, so I don't think I could imitate it that well. Because for a few episodes, she was like, oh my God, brains. Brains. (laughs) Would you rather be a vampire or a zombie? Vampire? Yeah. What if a vampire bites a zombie? What happens? Has this been answered in a million dumb things? No. Not, not, none that I'm aware because they don't specifically cross. I think once you're an undead, you don't become a different type of undead. Are you kidding? Because here's the thing. If you're a zombie, you can't lose your life to become a vampire. It's a thing. Because you have to die in order to become a vampire. Because I don't Do think... You, like, you just have to have your blood drank and then drink some of their blood you don't have to die properly how could you drink their blood if you're dead but the thing is that like the zombies are already dead but they eat but i feel like they wouldn't be able to sustain the transformation what do you transform into yeah and i think definitely the one that is very impossible is 
the zombie biting a vampire and then the vampire becoming a zombie because in a lot of vampire fiction it's specifically that vampires have a really strong immune system and what causes zombification is usually a virus of some sort true like they die and sometimes come back right yeah the virus so it just wouldn't affect the vampire yeah it might be like a normal bite that it would just take the normal amount of time the vampire would just be like jesus what oh god you just bit my face come on but he'd heal up, or she. Vampires can be women too, you guys, okay? Oh, but in Spanish, you say vampiras? Ooh, mm-hmm. and in English, you know, you say vampire. What? Like a vampire, but a female, you say vampire. No, that just well, refers to all the women's on empire. Ooh, this week on vampire. What do you think about that guy that allegedly had someone assault himself and claimed that it was a racist and homophobic, like, hate crime? Because he wanted more attention, right? You guys heard about this? I did not hear about this. It was one of the guys on Empire, the guy that plays the normal brother on Empire, because the other brother is completely unhinged and always says hilarious stuff. But this was the quote-unquote normal artistic brother, and he allegedly had himself assaulted and like reported to the police and then the police were like it seems like he had himself assaulted it's really shady we don't know what's going on and then they dropped the investigation probably because it seems unimportant and if he was having some sort of moment where he thought that was a good idea clearly he has bigger issues he's got bigger fish to fry than dealing with the fallout of this false like rapport he might have been doing it to get attention to be like my character should be bigger on the show, in which case it backfired. Because I think some people from the show had to be like, he shouldn't be fired. You should let him stay on the show. All right. You know what? The silence proves it. We've got to watch Empire. (laughs) (laughs) Next week on Talksucker. Empire. Previously on Talksucker. I'm Evie Oddly. (laughs) (laughs) Should we have a previously on Talksucker at the beginning of every episode? Previously. I, I would like it. Previously. On Talksucker. See me. See me now. Ooh. That's from Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula, which they refer to very much in the TV show, What We Do in the Shadows. Leo, you've got to watch it so you can see the references. To yeah, fine. Francis we'll come back Coppola's to that episode. Gosh, this is making me think. There's got to be some sort of sexy vampire... Zo- you know what? We're joking around. We're just not nerdy enough. If I look it up, there's going to be one million things vampire that answer zombies? this question or where they're like, oh, of course, there's this... There's a manga about it. About the vampire zombie? Yeah. And I bet there's going to be a million vampires thing. I was just making nonsense up, but I bet it's real. It has to be, right? Vampires and manpires. Ooh, manpire. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. How come there isn't a manpire pride celebration, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm being a manist vampire there. All vampire lives matter. Ooh. Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think of Vanjie's exit this time? She was cute. It made me sad because, like, I can see what's going on in her head. She's like, well, this is over. I might as well milk it or something. Because, like, she got lucky last time. And then also she was like... she didn't get lucky. She made that moment. It's not like she planned that. She clearly didn't think she was going home first. She couldn't think of anything to say but her name. And it was genius. That's the great thing, though. It was just in character. It's not even character. It's just... Vanjie. She seems to me like she was one of those kids that would just be jabbering nonsense. Didn't you have one of those friends that like it just seemed like someone was pulling a string and they were saying random things? Joseph is like that. 
Oh, your brother? Mm -hmm. He seems sweet. Earlier, Leo told a story about some video game where there's some moment where you can summon these dancing things, and he always makes them stop to watch those things dance in the background. I think that's very cool. <laughs> Vanjie. Leo, tonight, on the episode where Vanjie got eliminated, was like, well, of course they're keeping Vanjie. And here's the thing. In a way, they could have, they should have, because she did get better. She was great TV, and she's got a cool look, you know? Yeah. Was she original... If you won, you'd be like, well, it's just because she's Vanjie, not because you're like, Vanjie's drag is fantastic. Because yeah. if anything, they were like, stop wearing swimming suits, stop wearing bodysuits and leggings, this and that. Yeah. And she kept doing it. Because it's <laughs> obvious last had nothing else. But this one's so sickening, though. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was sick. That, that, that was her excuse the whole yeah. time. But it's obvious she had nothing else. Because imagine if someone's like, if you do this, you're going home, and you keep doing it, because you have no other options. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. is fine. But the first episode, I was like, Vanjie's going to go exactly as far as you can sail just on being great TV, having a huge personality, and go home fifth. Or, you know, yeah. she'll place fifth, which is exactly where she placed. Yeah. I called it. That being said, what's her name? Akira? I mean, yeah. I'm not into her. She did well this last episode, but I was like desperate for her to go home. Yeah, I was going to talk about this earlier. It seemed like even with the editing, they didn't give her too much love. They didn't make her a very important character who was like saying a lot. So it seemed like she was a contender to being gotten rid of. I don't know, because they had that whole time. thing where she was like, I never felt like I was man enough. And now, like I let my whole family down. And now I'm the legal guardian of my nephew. Yeah, of course. This last episode when they're like, oh, these are the people who one of them is going to win. So we're going to introduce you more to them but before that akiria was not very focal point like can you remember any of akiria's quotes from like the talking heads i never really liked her that much and i think she's not that great i think that she's done well some episodes and in some challenges but i don't think her drag is my favorite type of drag it's good it's great it's elevated it's very polished it's showgirl pageanty it lacks some of the character flavor yeah. and artistic and performative aspects that I like in some of the queens that I like. She's fine. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. She's like the real housewives of molasses. Oh, man. <laughs> Wanda Sykes killed it as a <laughs> guest judge. Yeah. Who's been your favorite guest judge? She was really funny. She was entertaining. Yeah. But... Who else has been on here? Lady Gaga. <laughs> Miley, Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. No. I like oh Silky gosh. and Miley Cyrus. Could you imagine if Silky had hurt Miley Ray Cyrus? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That would have been great TV. No. I mean, yeah, it would have been great TV, but it would have been so horrible for Silky. And, and I Miley. There, I would have said, no, Silky, no. <laughs> <laughs> and they play it in slow motion and it'd be like, whoa. <laughs> Not there. Like when Plastic was like, oh, she's so bad, she throws Silky at her. Yeah. <laughs> I think Plastic's fake voice got stronger after they accused her of using it just as a character crutch that she leans on. Yeah. And then in every scene after that, it seemed like her accent was noticeably three notches thicker, no? She was doing the reverse Laganja, yeah. is, is what I call it. <laughs> Ooh. Explain a little. They read Laganja for having... A false personality for always talking like this you know and for like yeah. being over the top she was like okay that's how she ended her sentences and they're like periods. you don't have to do this all the time like you don't really talk this and she's like i do talk like this <laughs> no she didn't but basically she's like this is how i talk you know she's like this is how i talk and they're like 
No, this is how you talk right now. You're talking how you talk. See, I think that it's fine to have your catchphrases and what have you. Laganja's a little bit over the top. Sugarcane was more in line with it, though. In Sugarcane's talking head, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before. I've, I've done it a bunch of times when you watch the show. All of the sentences were like this, and then she talked like this. It was kind of like this <laughs> weird call and response. Then I'm like, no human really could speak like this. It would be so infuriating. <laughs> could you imagine being Sugarcane's roommate? <laughs> hey, Sugar, can you, can you like, wash the dishes? No, sugar talking okay. sugar? <laughs> <laughs> or Sugar's roommate also talking annoyingly. <laughs> Those are mine. I ate off the paper plates. <laughs> it was just contagious. Yeah. Sugar, nine one one house meeting. I'm already there. <laughs> Good old sugar cane. But back to what I was saying about Banji. I felt like a bunch of what she did at the end of this last episode was because she couldn't come to terms with that it was over. So she just wanted to draw it out and she just wanted to hang on to it. And that to me felt very tragic a little bit. Clearly she deserved to go. It did seem tragic because it wasn't necessarily that funny or that great. And you're like, of course, the fact that she's rambling this crazy Banji nonsense in her voice is funny and everyone else was killing it. But Leo said this thing after we watched Untucked. Do you want to say it? What? He's like, Vanjie left, and then, of course, the stage, and she's, like, recording Untucked, and you can see that she's devastated in her eyes. Like, her dream has died right now. Yeah. And the there's PAs a PA next to her. Oh, my god! Because she was killing it, like, being such a weirdo. Yeah. That really was heart-sinking. Yeah. That, to me, is one of the most hilarious but also touching elements of the show, that... These people are dressed so bizarrely. Sometimes they're wearing a wig that's three feet tall and they can't move because they're covered in like diamonds and sequins. And they're having an emotional moment with someone who looks like a swamp monster. You know, (laughs) it's like so funny to me that like they're having true like emotions and crying and they look like this. Yeah, Ginger (laughs) Minch always back there. (laughs) Uh, Ginger Minch is my example of someone that I loved so much when I first saw Ginger Minge, and each time I've seen Ginger Minge, like her less and less. She seems fine, but just my idea of Ginger and Ginger's drag has changed as I see it more. It's like you call upon the troll for a riddle, and she pops up. (laughs) (laughs) How long have you been down there? One queen that I... To me, happened the opposite. Was like Trixie. I didn't like at the beginning. Like I, she Same. went over my head completely in her season. When I first saw Trixie, the first she looks, I was like, "This is sort of I get it, kind of like candy doll sweet thing." And I was like, "It's too much. These lips are too much." I still think that the lips are too much sometimes. And sometimes her painting is not my favorite style of painting. But the idea I get, like when she did that doll and you could see like the Barbie joints at the arms, I was like, oh, she's actually super genius. I, I totally am wrong. Yeah. I didn't notice her at all, her season. Like when she came out with a show with Katya, I was like, who's this other queen? Wait, like it's <laughs> not even on the it's same not season. That, it's not that you disliked her. She just wasn't on your radar at all. Yeah. Really? Because with me, there was something about her that I just felt I didn't like. I was like, is someone that's like trying to tell a joke that I'm already that into and they just keep telling it louder and louder as if that's the issue, yeah. you know? I've told you that my parents' friends, because I have a gringo accent, sometimes will explain things to me. And one of their friends one time told a joke and then she was like, do you understand? And I was like, yes. And just like, I felt badly, but I wasn't laughing because it was like not even a funny adult joke, which <laughs> I will put forward like, 
a good laugh, you know, a good chuckle to let them know that I've gotten it. But I was just like, this cannot register as humor to me. Oh, so what I was going to say was Israel had mentioned, what had you mentioned? A troll? Troll, yes. Do y'all think that it is a shame that the word troll has been ruined? It now just means someone who says mean-spirited things anonymously on the internet. Whereas before it could mean like some ugly, hideous creature who sometimes could emerge from beneath a bridge to collect payment for passing. But now it just means like an internet, like, loser. I don't know. I feel like if you call someone an ass troll, I'm not well, even thinking about sure, the internet. Meeting. Sure. I don't think it's totally wiped out. Well, I don't know. It could be because you could be like, oh, they're a nasty ass troll, meaning like they're nasty. They say nasty things as opposed to being like, they look like a troll. My friend Julie said this because she was referring to someone as a troll. And then in her next text, she said, and you know, I mean like a hideous person, like an overgrown creature, not like someone who's mean spirited anonymously on the internet. And then she started talking about how she hates the fact that trolls have ruined the word troll for other types of troll. <laughs> I may have spoken about this before on Talksucker. I apologize. I'm like a, some sort of jukebox. I only have like a certain number of records yeah. in there. I don't remember this troll-versation. <laughs> I do. Nice. I, maybe off the podcast, though. So true. That's true. I don't know when we're casting and when we're not casting. Oh. What's the word for when you're not casting? Not casting? When you're not fishing, what is it called? Just normal. Just yeah. life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just life and there's fishing. Cool. So you think it's weird that on this show they kept on talking about how Jack is not normal on three Yeah. Because that's their main thing. They're yeah. othering gay people in the sense that they're being like, they're not normal and yeah. it's kind of like a weird thing. Yeah. But Mr. Roper also hates straight sex. Like he thinks that is awful. Yeah. But that guy specifically, I feel like is a little bit the most innocent just because he hates all sorts of sex and also is just old and ignorant. But I feel like... The other people are, like, kind of going out of their way to just be, like... Make gayness, like, some sort of joke or accessory or, or what? They're just, like, using it in a weird way. Because, like, how many gay people do you think the girls know? I bet they know a few. You know what the thing is? We really have to watch more episodes because I think the following things will be interesting. If any actual gay characters show up, like you mentioned. Yeah. Also, what would Mr. Roper think if Jack had a man over? Like, if he doesn't like regular sex and he thinks Jack's not normal, like, what if Freddie Mercury shows up, you know? With his beautiful smile. Freddie Mercury, that guy from Downton Abbey that would have throw the sex parties for him. And and then, like, you know, 15 dudes wearing at least one article of leather and basically all have mustaches. Do you think a mustache is currently a gay accessory? Currently. Currently, it's a lazy guy accessory. Ooh, you think mustaches are for lazy guys? Why? I don't know. You just let your hair grow. Is that weird? But I feel like if you have specifically a mustache, I'd say beard or else it implies that the person is grooming the rest of themselves. And then mustaches can look scraggly if you don't take care of them. So they must be trimming them or combing them. Yeah, I guess I don't know anything about And by waxing, I don't mean waxing like a Brazilian to get rid of it. I mean waxing, putting some sort of pomade or hair product into it. You end up with the handlebar mustache? It's all slick and shiny. Wait, what? Because you're like putting all this stuff Oh, slick and shiny? I thought you said lick and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I don't think that mustaches are currently a gay accessory, although because they have such a history of being gay accessories, when people are like, mustaches look gay, I can see it. Because sometimes you're like, well, if someone were dressing like the village people or like a gay cop, they would obviously have a mustache. But mustaches now are mostly for hipsters, right? 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I see that. Right? Because who else has mustaches? Like, older people that have mustaches have it out of a sense of, like, being old. Or do you think people with mustaches have something to hide? That's something I've heard. <laughs> something to hide. That's yeah. what I've heard. People think that if you've got a mustache, you've got the something to hide. The fact that they don't have an upper lip or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gotten by the lipper. No. I feel like people say that it kind of, like, conceals your face. It's, like, hiding behind something. And, like, you know, it's, like, on TV shows when there's cops. And they're, like, could you describe the suspect? And they're, like, they had a mustache or glasses or a hat. And it's not really how yeah. to describe them. It's an accessory that their face had. Yeah. Like, imagine if I were trying to describe you right now. And I was, like, he's got glasses and headphones. You'd be, like, okay, that's not a person. Yeah. It's interesting because, like, that also plays into, like, when someone gets arrested and they have to get pulled up out of a lineup. Because, you know whenever they do a lineup they get people who always have like the same facial features and like scars as that person so that it's just the face even if they don't have the same scars they get painted on that's interesting yeah i'm scared to do that because what if you suddenly get charged with a crime what if they're like no nah, enough people said it was you <laughs> no yeah. yeah i don't know no but to some extent they must have grabbed the person from some other crazy place I would not want to be in the room with someone who's being committed of a crime. That would be scary, no? Because, like, you, you don't know which of the people in the lineup did it. <laughs> the guy suddenly using you as a hostage and a human shield. Yeah, you, yeah he might have done I, it. I, but they look just like you. Wouldn't that be adorable? Like, if there were six Leos in a lineup and suddenly oh. one of them grabbed another Leo Hi. and was like, I'm going to kill this Leo. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> It'd be like Rick and Morty. Yeah. I, I was oh. about to go there, too. I was All saying, the little oh. Mortys. All the little Mortys. Oh, man. If there were two Leos in the room, that'd be the best. Yeah. I just wanted it to be a hilarious amount of silence after Leo said that. No one agreed with him. No one jumped in. Oh, okay. We were just like, okay, it'd be cool. It'd be more Leo. I love Leo. Uh, two Leos. Imagine they'd eat you at a house and home. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I say we should keep watching Three's Company, but make some predictions. Like, do you think when we watch more episodes, you'll feel better about their treatment of gay people? I think they're going to cross some more lines. Because, you know, I'll be honest with you, not to ruin the show, but his being gay is not the primary element of the show. It's just the thing that they have to always go to whenever the landlord's around, you know? Because in general, he goes out, he's always dating women. Old, sexy women, Mona. Like an old, sexy woman with like, and they all have giant breasts for the most part, if I remember yeah. correctly. It's so weird. And they're all blonde. Well, Mona was a redhead, but she was also like an oversexed older woman. And I don't actually know if she had sex with Jack. Like he must've had some sort of sexual relation with her and she was coming back to the well, I think. Or she was just constantly striking out because she's so horny all the time. Oh my gosh. You've never seen someone as horny as Mona. Good grief. What about Mrs. Uh... Mrs. Roper? Because she's like frustrated, but Mona seems like she gets it in all the time. So here we are. We were just talking about a bunch of different shows, Three's Company, Drag Race. One show that we often talk about is winding down Game of Thrones. Crickets. Game of Thrones. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, wait, wait. We can't afford it. No. <laughs> what about the Lannister song? Dun, 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 dun. 
Dun, 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 dun. Every time the Lannister song starts playing, I tell whoever I'm with, this is the Lannister, Lannister song. song. Just in case something happens, like Red Wedding, they just started playing it. And were you like, oh, this is the Lannister song. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> you were? Whenever they play the song, I'm like, oh, whatever's happening is related to the Lannister. Something's happening. This is the Lannister song. Is that how you were the first time you watched that scene with the Red Wedding? I can't remember. It was in the third season. The thing is, up until this year, I'd rewatched all of the previously existing Game of Thrones to prepare for the next season starting. So yeah. I've seen the first season, I don't know, six times and the second season five times at least you know and so yeah. on so and they're on. so long and they're pretty well they're not that long right i think it's just a few days every episode is an hour hmm. and there's how many per season 10 6 12 yeah. 18 who knows either way do you guys think that the characters on game of thrones stand for anything and i mean yes. not like oh they believe in this but i mean what do you think Varys's character is a stand-in for. Oh, Varys? Yeah, spoilers for those of you who are listening to this yeah. podcast before watching the most popular episode ever shown on HBO. This was the most popular episode? It's weird because you'd think that the further episodes are meaningless if you haven't seen the earlier ones. So how could they have different numbers of viewers? No? I mean, no, I, th I think because people hype it up so much and people are like, this is a good show. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. It's going to end. A bunch of people who, A, were lazy about it and liked it at the beginning, but didn't want to catch up, caught up in order to be on time when it ended. But then they've seen every episode. Oh, or these numbers just count for how many people saw it live or something? Yeah. I thought the numbers meant how many people saw it total, and I was like, well, that's nonsense, because why would people just be watching this episode? Yeah. All right. Now I understand this it, a little it, bit better. It climbs. Do you think Varys is a stand-in for gay people? Because he seems fruity. He's been castrated. He always hangs out with children, which, you know, is obviously not a gay thing, but in some sort of scared mind, oh, and they might be abusing children, you know? He's not because he's, you know, a eunuch. What is a eunuch and what is Varys? He's missing both. He's missing both. And a eunuch is just missing the testicles? Yeah, I believe so. And do eunuchs get super muscly once they get rid of your testicles? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I've heard they different things. They usually do it when you're really young, too. So. If they do it when you're really young, it's because you're castrado, right? The Italian boy singers? Yeah. The high-pitched singers? I thought that's the whole point that of the eunuch. Or is a eunuch anyone that gets... Yeah, I think that's just castrado. Whereas a eunuch is anyone who's been neutered, I guess. And I think that in many situations, they used eunuchs to protect women that quote-unquote belonged to someone. Do you know what I mean? Like... All of the king's whatevers would be protected by eunuchs so that they couldn't have sex with him. Or the sultan's, like, many different wives or girlfriends. Or I heard that they would get massively huge. But this is coming from my knowledge of eunuchs, which comes from History of the World Part 1, the Mel Brooks movie. It's for muscle bros. Like, you get swole when yeah. they castrate you? No, they were like, well, this is our culture. We're just going to get have a swole. Did you know that there used to be some sort of festival where they would talk so much about how, like, to try and de-sex yourself and whatever, and people would just be moved by this, like, festival and castrate themselves during, like, some parade, like... Ugh. Isn't that crazy that people would do things like that? Yeah, no. They'd go home and their mothers would be like, Oh, you got swept up in this nonsense, you castrated yourself, you've ruined your... You've ruined your future. And the kid's like, you don't know what I want for my future. No? Yeah. Or is there some punk... Music. Ooh, speaking of punk things, I recently went to a punk show. Ew. Some things that I hadn't expected. Now, first off, 
yes, I wore a suit to this punk show because I was headed someplace before the punk show, you know? And also I was like, you know what? It's a punk show. I've been to about a billion of these. I definitely don't feel like I need to look cool for these people or whatever. And I was like, and I guess wearing a suit is kind of punk in its own way. Like in earlier times, some punks wore suits and then it's punk to be wearing something so outlandish. <laughs> Because I felt like I was getting looks, and then I saw this one guy, and he was, I don't know how old he was, in his 30s maybe, and he was wearing a vest with a t-shirt over it, and it had patches, and his hair was like this crazy, like, it wasn't a mohawk, but it was sort of like a big curly, like, fro that you could tell, like, he preens it, and, you know, and I was like, that guy is not, and he was covered in crazy tattoos, and I was like, that, and weird piercings, you know, he was checking all the punk boxes, but I was like, I can't believe I'm getting looks, and at the end, someone was like, what is your deal, why are you here, and I was like, because I want to see citizens arrest, and they were like, uh, okay, and then someone walked up to that guy and was like, you know this guy, and started <laughs> asking me questions, because he thought I was a cop, did I tell you this? No. He thought I was a cop, and he was, like, grilling me, and I was like, okay. And then he's like, do you want to smoke some pot? I think he thought I was a cop. I couldn't take it. And I was like, oh, yeah. And so, like, I smoked his joint. <laughs> I smoked it with him. But I was just like, I think that's so funny that he thinks I'm like, what kind of undercover cop would be like, I'm wearing a suit to this punk show? Yeah. That's <laughs> so funny. Although when I said that to them after I got accused of being a cop, one of them was like, well, you know, like, in the 80s, like, some punks would wear suits and then like some cops would try and infiltrate and like they'd wear suits and i was like i remember people wearing suits or whatever to punk ideas and it's like they usually were looked like pretty punk you know like i looked pretty pretty i looked like i'd been at an event right beforehand not like you know i was wearing a tie that i ripped off of some like businessman if you were to have had your drudgers how would you have dressed i dressed exactly as i wanted to <laughs> how, how for this you... punk show yeah how would you have dressed for the punk show I dressed as exactly as I wanted to because it's like it's not like I'm gonna be like I'm wearing my punk approved clothing now because it's like this punk show I was just like we're doing things beforehand and we might do something afterwards and like I really don't care I think it's kind of funny you know okay and you know what this one young woman was like so what's your deal you like came from work or whatever and I was like well I was somewhere else before this you know and she was like oh and I felt a little bit like she was giving me grief even though she was doing it in like a kind-hearted way but she was like so like do you actually like these bands or whatever and I was like oh yeah like I, I definitely she's like so you actually wanted to see like civil arrest and I was like citizens arrest yes and I was like this person giving me grief doesn't know the name of the band we're uh. saying but she was sweet, you know. Funny. She said I was the most badass person there because I was wearing a suit. Cute. Yeah. Watch. Now it's going to be like a super trend. Everyone's going to wear a suit to punk shows. Yeah, right. <laughs> a super trend. There weren't that many people there. I mean, oh. I don't know how many dozens of people, but I felt like not that many. And another thing that I thought was weird, I haven't been to a punk show in a while, but... They were filling up balloons at the back of this place. Mm -hmm. And I thought that they were setting up for a party. Naive me. No. I was like, are they setting up for a party? And I guess that people were doing, is it nitrous or something? Yeah. They call it like gnaws or something. It's just whip like. Whippets or Yeah, whippets. They seemed normal though. Like, I think I did whippets one time and I felt like everything got crazy and you laugh hysterically. Like, these people were doing whippets and like calmly watching a punk show at first i was like what is that helium in there i was like it's too loud for it to be funny though oh, i'm at a punk show i was like it must be whippets but they seem like they're just standing around i was like i thought that you got crazy head rush and like wonky yeah no have you ever done whippets 
Nope. Nope. Not trying to do that stuff to my brain. I think I might have done them once at a Thanksgiving just to <laughs> because other people were doing them. I don't remember them, but my friend might have explained it to me in such a way that was so completely powerful and memorable that I felt like I did them. Because I'm like, <laughs> I don't think that I did them, but I remember maybe doing them and laughing and it was over really quick. Or maybe she just described it really well. <laughs> Either way, yeah, it seems like not that big a payoff and lots of downside. Yeah. A friend one time was accused of huffing by his mother. And he was just like, why would I do that? You're high for like half a second and it kills so many brain cells. And she's like, oh, so you want something better to do? Because <laughs> I think his issue was that the calculus wasn't worth it. Yeah. So... You don't think Varys stands for gay people or anything like that in Game of Thrones? Mm. He was definitely flamboyant the whole time, but... Right, because he's not spoken of as gay. They constantly are like, he's a eunuch. But something about his mannerisms and voice seemed like soft and feminine, no? I mean, is he not like a slave and stuff? He had been a slave. His story to a is that he, he, yeah, he got he either kidnapped. To a or, yeah, he was sold to a wizard who molested him and then castrated him. And then he became like this advisor to many different royals and has become very powerful. Yeah. And he has his wizard locked up in a box that he keeps under the floor. Just the wizard there. that castrated him. Yeah. He got his revenge on that guy. Yeah. Imagine keeping a wizard. In a box in your house. The thing is this, that wizard seemed like he was pretty old when he castrated Varys, and castrating Varys somehow gave this guy more powers. And then suddenly, that guy, after a lifetime of having Varys' penis powers... Get in this box, bitch. <laughs> well, Varys like, works his way up yeah. in the bureaucracy and suddenly has more power than a wizard who gained yeah. extra magic by castrating him. That's crazy. In, in this world, though, wizards have not been shown to do anything. That's true. There's never been any human doing yeah. magic. The only magics? Yeah, there's been human magic. Night, that was night Melisandre. Oh, right, but that seemed like a religious thing because it seemed like she was often like, I don't have magic. It's the Lord of Light speaking through me okay um no i mean sh sure she was like she was a vessel a of... vessel for it but she wasn't like i'm a wizard you know i mean darnaris didn't get burned by flames does that count as magic that's a genetic thing because she has dragon blood, <laughs> dragon blood? okay what about the people of that slave city where they were trying to make illusions to darnaris Remember that city where they had the crazy people who were like, oh, we're like psychics and stuff. And we, we eat this plant, so we're all purple. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The red priestesses or what have you. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of street-side proselytizing. God, what a hassle. Blah. There was also, I don't know how you count these, but there was the face-changing people. Yeah, see, but all the people that did magic were doing so in the service of some sort of immortal, higher power, god slash yeah. figure. As opposed to wizards who, you know, it's not like Gandalf is like, oh, yeah. my power comes from the Hobbit god. Yeah. They like Sabrina them. does that. No, no and they're witches and stuff. Their idea of witchcraft, they like... It's use, Satanism. Yeah, like they use or borrow power, you know. Yeah. Until the end when Sabrina becomes extra special. What about oh. this? Do you think Tyrion stands for children or the naivete of youth? Because Tyrion has done a lot of like naive things recently yeah and also the fact that he's small you know what i mean just that idea they might be like because he was 
belittled the entire beginning of his life. He was never allowed to have any sort of like power or position because they were like, he's this little imp, he's this dwarf, this and that, blah, 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 you know, all words from the show. And that seemed to like downgrade him because of his size. And so then in a way, it's sort of like, is it a thing for naivete, for children? Are they foisting this idea on him, you know? Because then at the end, he's like, my sister has always, you know, he thought Cersei was going to show up and fight a war against dead people. Like, that obviously wasn't happening, you know? Do you think it was narratively convenient that they made Tyrion so naive the past season and a half? Or do you think he's just gotten to that point where he's in a position, he was kind of good when he was just feeling it out and being like, what should I do? And now he's like, there's a way to do these things. And he's just kind of not up to snuff. Because now he feels like the need to stick to Cersei because he's like, well, I'm your hand now. I I have to do everything. I mean, yeah, Daenerys. Yeah. Whoops. Because it seems like he just now is just trying to be loyal to Daenerys because he's her hand and all. So. And he's scared of her. Yeah. Who would you be the most scared of in this reality? Oh, Daenerys. Really? She doesn't know you exist, yet you've harmed Arya Stark. Oh. Arya Stark? And Cersei wants to kill you. (sighs) And you're the Hound's older brother. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Oh. Yeah, that guy was scary. There was a lot of scary people in the show. Did the mountain pass away? Yeah. We will see. Oh, For if sure. he gets up out of the rubble next episode, he, that's going to be great. He's going to be the one who kills Daenerys. Ooh, Jon Snow will kill her, right? Yeah. Or will she kill Jon Snow? Or will Arya? Ooh. Or will the dragon just kill everyone? And be like, oh, I'm a dragon. The dragon is No, coming. I think they're going to kill the dragon. It's going to be a little bit of the story of the starks where like the puppies died one by one as the starks were diminishing and then there's none left and you're thinking we're running out of targaryen children we're, we're running out of targaryen the targaryen dynasty ends now and so do the dragons all dragons are done basically well there's that theory that drogon was off having lots of babies during that times when it wasn't seen okay I'm just saying, it's on all the chats, it's on all the message boards. So a bunch of baby dragons are going to come out? Baby. Dragon, dragon, dragon. dragon. And what do we feel the spinoff is going to be about? The Game of Thrones spinoff shows? It's going to be about Gendry. Ooh. It's going to be Gendry and Cubby, like, opening up. (laughs) Cubby! Pose, pose over, and they're going to be posing. She's trash. Ooh. Cersei, she's trash. Tilda, come on, let's go. Oh, poor Tilda. Yeah. She waited her whole life and had sex with the hottest, most famous dude and became a knight and won this huge battle. And then he left to go be with his sister. How gross. (laughs) Yeah. When your man leaves you for his horrible tyrant sister. Yeah. And he's like, it's not just purely gross. It's also because I put a baby inside her. I'm being a good guy by returning to raise my sister's child. So disgusting. Well, I think it's more disgusting now that her hair is not as cute as it was before. <laughs> if that makes sense. Oh, wow. Did you like how crazy they made Daenerys look with all those hairs yeah. in her face? Circles under her eyes. Yeah. She was trying to be poisoned, though. Like, she knew. She's like, oh, I got dragon's blood. I smell it. <laughs> smell it on there. My dragon senses are tingling. <sighs> Oh, my baby yeah. hairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was not looking sane that entire episode. But she was acting sane. Yeah. She definitely takes that after her father or her grandfather. 
Who was the Mad King? The Mad King was her grandfather, right? I don't know. I thought it was her father, but I can't remember. Okay, her father. Then, yeah, her. She takes after her father. He probably had, like, dementia, and she's probably starting to show signs of dementia, so we can expect that from her. What do you think's causing her dementia? Some sort of dragon thing? A dragon feces. It's like cat scratch fever. You get it from, like, a cat's litter box. Probably she was cleaning out, like, the dragon's litter box. As she does every Friday. Yeah. Oh. Ew, she cleans it once a week. Yeah. But they just like, shit wherever they want. Wherever they want. Yeah, whatever they want. True. True. Well, so I guess we've talked about everything, unless anyone has any last-minute things. Anything? Anything? Oh, should okay. we talk about the astrology test? Ooh. Based off of uh, Game of Thrones characters? It's like, what Game of Thrones episode are you based on your star sign? And what? Izzy, Game of Thrones episode? Episode, yeah. yeah. Izzy, I got, it was the pilot episode. Yeah. <laughs> the only episode I had watched before I started watching this last season. Yeah. Funny. Because they were like, you're all over the place. You're kind of confusing and this and that. Like the first episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> really? What episode was I? Was I the Red Wedding or something? Yeah, I think so. Ooh, that's a good one. Jeez. I don't remember what I was. Virgo. I remember my star sign. I don't remember what episode of Game <laughs> yeah. of Thrones I was. I want to see this. Is there exactly 365 episodes of Game no, of Thrones? 12. There was also one that was characters, right? Yeah. Characters, you? of course. I bet Scorpio is Melisandre. Ooh. Melisandre or Sansa. They're the likely Scorpion candidate. La Sansa? La Sansa. Oh, were we talking about foods? Game of Thrones character puns the other day? We were like, oh, <laughs> Brienne of Tarth, Sansa Stark. Sansa uh, Stark. What's your star sign, Leo? Me- Melisandre. Me- Scorpio? Scorpio. Ooh, I hope it has lots of sex in it. Oh, wait, these are characters. What character did I get? It says, like Cersei Lannister, Scorpios are typically determined and decisive. Oh, oh wow. Determined and decisive? I guess that <laughs> kind of makes sense with you. You're very passive, but also sometimes very decisive. <laughs> what were ours? I don't remember Cersei. the characters. Crunch, crunch. I don't remember the names. Silky Ganache is here to eat that lunch. <laughs> she showed up. She, she just has to be a part of every conversation. Come on. Come on, you guys. Dr. Reverend Silky Ganache. <laughs> I can't find the one about which episode, episode? you are. Yeah. Alrighty then. That's today's show. You can find us on the internet at nowhere on the internet for me, Leo. So don't even try. You can find us at uh, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Um, okay, so I think I found it. Okay. What are you, Scorpio? Scorpio. 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 It's probably going to be something about Bran. One of the Bran episodes. Virgo, I was Blackwater. Oh. I'm extremely loyal and dedicated to my work. And you set people on fire with wildfire. I'd better not be the gay conversion episode. Scorpio, you're the mountain and the viper. Oh, where the gay character dies. Yeah. Oh. No sign is better at revenge than you, Scorpio. You can be mysterious and secret enough to really make a revenge plot work. And this episode is just all about revenge. Yeah. All right. Wow. The mountain kills the gay character, but then the mountain also kind of dies, and then he gets brought back. Speaking to your mind. In that episode. I'm just explaining the episode to Izzy because he did not hear it. Yeah. Basically, the mountain kills the gay dude, and then the mountain's like, oh, shit, I'm dead. Hi, JK. And then, like, he becomes a mountain again. Yeah. Well, well, welly, 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 well. That was Hawksucker. I'm P. Here with Izzy and Leo. You can find Izzy all over the internet. I'll spell it around. Yeah. At Q-U-E-S-A-N-O-C-H-E. So that's... Quesanoche. Yeah. 
And you can find uh, Leo. Where can we find you, Leo? Nowhere on the internet. On the corner. <laughs> Sometimes. All right. Well, uh, waiting for Roxy Andrews and that boss. <laughs> All right. Well, no, I'm going to Starbucks. Well, everyone, you were listening to the sound of freedom, and bye. 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 Oh, my God.